Good afternoon, everybody. Um, my name is Michelle. Welcome to my podcast. And um, today we are going to address a question that was sent via email. And um, before we get started, I'd like us to have an opening prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we welcome you today. Holy Spirit, we invite you. Come and hover over the environment, over everybody that's listening. Come and take over my voice as well. And my, I reduce, Father. Take away all of my, think, my thoughts. And, and, and I call upon the word of God to fill me up as I respond to this question. And, and, and as I respond to sunshine, I pray that um, everybody else that's in a similar situation will be helped. In, in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Okay, and um, this is the question. Okay, I'll read the email out for you. Hi, Michelle. Praise God. I have a question that's been on my mind for a while. So this is the situation. Well, I am born again, but went astray and got pregnant. The man denied responsibility. Now I have a son, but the father denies responsibility and does not care. How do I go about that? How do I pray? What prayer points can you recommend? I repented and God has really shown up. He has provided, but my heart is kinda unsettled. I have forgiven and I'm trying to move right with God, but I can't seem to connect the dots. Please help. Okay, I want to thank God so much for this caller and we're going to refer to her as Sunshine. And by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, by the time we get done, she'll be helped and several others in similar situations. For starters, you know I like to dissect, right? <laughs> I like to break it down. So this is the situation. Sunshine went astray. Sunshine got pregnant. The man denied the baby. And the man does not take care of the child. Yeah? So Sunshine is saying, what should I do? How do I pray? Because my heart is unsettled. I want to connect the dots. Now, um, Sunshine, first off, I want you to understand that I totally relate with you. I am a mother of an eight-year-old handsome boy, like the most handsome there ever is. And um, I had her with my ex, boyfriend at the time and that was before I was born again and um, it's kind of a similar situation he didn't really deny responsibility but we fell out so I kind of relate I'm going to try and speak to you the best way the Bible relates to the situation and maybe a few snippets from my experience so you can find a solution to your situation praise King Jesus okay let's start with the baby I want to thank God so much for your baby. And, and I pray to God that your heart is not, um, you, you said that your heart is unsettled. And I pray to God that this has nothing to do with the child. I believe that your child is very handsome and your child brings you so much joy, okay? And um, if we run quickly to the Bible, Psalm 127 verse three. Psalm 127. Psalm 127 verse 3 
I wish I had somebody to read the Bible for me so I can focus on speaking with you directly. But here we go. 127, verse 3. It says, Behold, children are a heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb, the fruit of the womb is a reward. So, your baby is a heritage from the Lord. Yeah? <laughs> I like, sometimes when I'm reading my Bible, I have to use a dictionary as well. So I don't miss out on anything that the good Lord is trying to, to, to say to us. So if, um, I have got an app for the dictionary on my phone, so I use that. And um, Sunshine, I hope you've got a pen and a paper because I like to take notes as I read the Bible and I recommend that for you as well so that you can have direction afterwards or if you're one of those smart ones that don't need to take notes you could just listen and then you can flow as we go so um behold children are the heritage from the lord what's a heritage when i looked that up it said um reserved for god children are the heritage of the lord from the lord so they're reserved for god for the lord yeah the other meaning is they belong to <laughs> they belong to the Lord hmm, by reason of birth so your child is reserved for the Lord your child belongs to the Lord by reason of birth so you were used as um, a vessel to bring this child into the world you were used by God as a vessel to bring this baby into the world remember before this baby was formed in your stomach in your womb God knew that baby according to Jeremiah 1 5 yeah so you are blessed that you are the one the Lord chose to bring that baby into this world first of all I want to thank you so much for keeping the baby because if you had gone ahead and terminated the child it would have been a different ball game so thank you for respecting nature in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 when God created us as soon as he blessed us he said to us that we should go out there be fruitful and multiply so you have been fruitful and you have multiplied so we thank god so much for that yeah so that's a bonus that's a tick for your heart your heart should be merry because of that okay now let's look at reward yeah? the fruit of the womb is god's reward to sunshine what's a reward it's it's something that um that's given or received in return for a service or a merit or um, a hardship it's it's a it's a reward it's something that's given back to you so i don't know what you've done so well in your life i don't know what you've done for god but he's given you a reward and that baby is your reward that boy is your reward yeah the other meaning is recompense like to pay back god has paid you back with a beautiful baby so we want to thank god so much for your child okay now Let's go to the baby daddy. You went astray. Maybe we should address you first. You went astray. You said you went astray and you had a baby. But you also said in your email that you, you repented and God has forgiven you and he's been gracious and he's provided. We thank God for that. He doesn't hold grudges. He's a forgiving God. He says if we confess our sins, then he is faithful and just to forgive us. So you confessed your sin. All he cares about is confession 
And for that, you can visit Psalm 51. It's a long one. When David went astray, his heart was broken and he turned back to the Lord and confessed his sin. And um, the Lord forgave him. Well, sometimes there's consequences. Actually, there is always consequences. But the thing is, God forgives. And I want to let you know that when you were going astray, the Lord was still with you. Yeah, His eye was still on you. And now that you've returned to him as well, he is there. So he's willing to hold your hand. So we, and, and no wonder he's providing, because that's who he is. He's a forgiving God. So we thank God so much for that. Now, um, let's address the father of the child. You say you forgave him. So um, why, why, is, why, why is your heart unsettled? And I really pray to God that you forgive um, the father of your child. I don't know how long ago you had the baby, but I know for a fact from experience that it can be quite a journey. Chances are the child looks like the dad. So you better be, <laughs> this better be the case, that um, when this baby smiles at you and he's got a smile like the dad's smile, <laughs> you're not thinking, where's that idiot? Sorry, I should not be using such words. You should not be bitter. Yeah, about it. I pray to God that you forgive and you let go and you forget everything that this gentleman did. Or maybe you're blaming him for your broken journey in salvation, whatever it is. I pray to God that you release it, that you let it go as you listen to me right now. You need to let it go. Because if you forgive him, then there's no reason for your heart to be unsettled. Sometimes we think we have forgiven, in my experience anyway, you can think you have forgiven a person, but then when you bump into them, your heart does a somersault. <laughs> you know, it kind of tightens a bit. Then you know that maybe you haven't completely forgiven them. So I pray that you find it in your heart to forgive them totally. Yeah? Sometimes we just forget people, but we haven't forgiven them. Like we disregard them, like they don't exist. Life is so good when you don't see them, when you don't hear from them. But when you see anything that reminds you of them, then your heart flips. So that means you haven't forgiven. So we need to pray to God for the grace to totally forgive that gentleman in the name of Jesus. Please, please forgive the father of your child. You said that you are born again. That means you're living a prayerful life. So let's talk about forgiveness and prayer. Go to Mark chapter 11, verse 25. Where is it? Mark 11. The Bible says that before you come to the Lord in prayer, you need to forgive first whoever has wronged you so that your Father in heaven can forgive you also. Yeah? Before we even go to, to Mark, I want you to, to, to understand that it could have been any other guy. If it wasn't that guy that made you pregnant, it could have been any other guy. And if it wasn't the actual, um, if it wasn't the scene of um, sex before marriage, and um, it could have been any other scene. So I want you to take heart knowing that um, the devil was after you. Everybody that does wrong is just a tool that the enemy uses to do us wrong. Hmm? Let's talk about your heart. Your heart is where the Lord sits. That's why your heart is what the enemy targets. 
first of when the enemy attacked you in that area the enemy's agenda was to embarrass you so you can run away from church because if you're going to church and you're born again and then your belly starts to swell then the people will be talking and then you'll be thinking huh i need to run away from this church but i want to thank god so much that you went past that stage what the enemy wanted you to do was probably a bot and then you'll have um to deal with um the curse of shedding blood but i want to thank god so much that you had your baby okay so the enemy could have used any avenue like he's always trying it with us he's walking around like a lion looking for who to devour yeah so don't blame yourself yeah it happened to 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 Jesus as well let's use Jesus our main benchmark hmm? Je, uh, Matthew chapter 4 the tempter my I, i use the new king james um study bible and it refers to the devil as the tempter in Matthew chapter 4 i'll run there quickly so what's happened to you has happened to a lot of people out there like yours like um yours truly Jesus Christ hold on Matthew chapter 4 Matthew chapter 4 yeah Satan tempts Jesus and and he's so clever he he used the word of God to tempt Jesus you can read the entire Matthew chapter 4 is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible yeah Jesus was in the wilderness he had just come out of a fast 40 days and 40 nights and then the lord used the most vulnerable uh, situation like jesus was hungry he was very hungry and what he needed most was probably a bucket of kfc <laughs> and then the devil came and said oh you know if you're a son of god you can turn um these stones into bread he will always use what you're most desperate for to attack you and 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 this is what's what's happened to jesus But Jesus was found very very alert and he had a response. He responded by the word of God. Yeah? In every situation where the enemy comes after us, it's always good to have um a response that's aligned with the word and that's why I'm very glad that you've contacted me because we're using the word of God to address the emotions that you're having right now. Praise King Jesus. Um So the devil tempted Jesus too and not just once four times it happened four times and after the fourth time the angels of the Lord came and ministered to Jesus So it may have been a series of events and and you're thinking why me and maybe that's what's making your heart unsettled I want you to understand that at the end of it all God will send an angel concerned with you to rescue you in this situation. He always does. Like I said in Psalm 91:11, he'll send an angel concerned with you to keep you in all of your ways. Are we together? So, in Jesus' case, after three or four attempts, um I think it's in verse 11 of Matthew chapter 4, then the devil left him and behold angels came and ministered to Jesus so today as we speak as we're quoting scripture may the angels of the lord come and minister to you and how will they minister to you via the word of god everything that i'm trying to tell you i'm trying to make sure that i give you scripture for your situation because every time we quote the word of god the angels of the lord come down i think i've shared before in an in an episode 
and uh, it is is it Psalm 103 and angels hearken unto the voice of the Lord angels only understand the voice of God and the voice of God is the word of God yeah Psalm 103 verse 20 bless the Lord you his angels who excel in strength who do his word heeding the voice of his word yeah so every time we quote scripture every time we speak out the word of God the angels of the Lord come down and minister to you and I am glad that you are born again because that means that you are unheard to salvation you are a heir to salvation yeah angels minister the angels are ministering spirits to us heirs of salvation yeah i think that's in i don't know somewhere google later is it in hebrews angels are ministering spirits to us heirs of salvation you look it up you'll find it so you have your angels and as we quote these scriptures today your angels will come down yeah so we were talking about the father of the child please find it in your heart to forgive him because he was used by the devil yeah to to derail you from jesus to 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 get you away from salvation and again i want to thank god so much because you are still in the salvation walk everything that happened was so that you can walk out of the game but you are still standing that means the devil has lost out already hallelujah praise king jesus so we were talking about forgiveness and prayer that's mark chapter 11 verse 25 it says and whenever you stand praying if you have anything against anyone give forgive him forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses yeah so honestly if 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 if, if you don't i hope you forgive this gentleman like 140 percent because if you don't then your father in heaven will not forgive you and then it also means that you have no business coming before him to pray okay because when we come to the lord we must be pure in heart so i pray that god washes your heart totally with the precious blood of jesus so that there's not there's not trace of 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 disgust or any kind of emotion that is not of god in your heart for the father of your child in the name of jesus now how do you know you've forgiven this dude <laughs> you need to bless him pray for him bless him yes that's part of forgiveness if you can't bring yourself to say god bless this man then we're still in the journey we're still in the struggle i told you i've been through this um i think when my baby just before my baby turned one he me and his dad fell out yeah like we proper fell out and I had this thing where, he, first off, I'm the one who left him because I could not understand his behavior, right? I'm the one that walked away. It's not like he surprised me and broke my heart majorly. No. <laughs> but every time I'd go to the supermarket to buy things, general, general, general groceries, and, 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 and I come across, um, when I'd come across a man buying diapers, or baby food i would feel so bad i would ask myself god where does one find such men and and trust me then i was not born again yet but i knew how to call upon god in situations that suited me right <laughs> typical so i'd be thinking to myself 
Wow, where, where do we get such men? Look, look, that man is, he even knows the size for the baby, the, 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 the diaper size. God bless that man. And then I'd get so upset. And I think, where is, where is this man? And then there's times when I'd have to take my son for immunization. And um, I'd find these couples where the man is holding the baby as the lady fills in the form or the man is feeding the baby with a bottle. Those moments would drive me crazy. Like, where is this man who fathered this human being? You know? So all of that just fueled me to unforgiveness. So I want you to check yourself, sunshine. Have you forgiven him? If you have forgiven them, you should be in a position to bless him. Okay? Let's run quickly to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, verse 4. Romans is after the Acts of the Apostles. Romans chapter 4. No. What's wrong with me? Romans chapter 12. I told you. I struggle to to speak and open my Bible at the same time. I need a helper, the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 12, verse 4. Romans chapter 12, verse 4. 14. Gosh, Michelle, what's wrong with you? It's Romans 12, 14. Forgive me, sunshine. It's Romans chapter 12, verse 14. It reads... Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Are we together? Praise God. So you need to bless this man. Whatever he did and walked off. I don't know if he walked off before he gave birth or afterwards. Whatever the situation, you need to bless him. Okay? Um, verse 18. Same chapter. Romans chapter 12, verse 18. It reads... If, uh, if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. So you need to have peace, my dear. Your heart being unsettled means the devil is still in control of your heart. Yeah? So please, let's call upon the peace of God. You need to be at peace with the father of your child. You also need to be at peace with the entire situation. Yeah? You need to be at peace with yourself. Oh, we haven't even addressed you yet. Have you forgiven yourself? You need to forgive yourself. That's why I gave you an example of Jesus Christ. Jesus was tempted too. Everybody is tempted. We are tempted day and night. That's why the Lord's Prayer um, says, lead us not into temptation. Like Jesus knew temptation would always be knocking at the door. So you are not the first one. And guess what? This, this is what I like to say um, to my friends out there. Everybody sins. It's just that some people's sins are out there for all to see and other people's sins are hidden. So there could be some people at your church or in your family that are judging you. Oh, look what happened to her. And even if they're not doing it, you're probably thinking, oh, they must be judging me. No, they could have been up to worse. It's just that it's not written on their foreheads. Yeah. So you need to go easy on yourself. We all fall short. The Bible says we have all sinned and fallen short. I think I should send you to the book of Romans. I'm always sending you guys to the book of Romans. The Lord is so gracious. Please receive peace because your father in heaven wants you to have peace and is very forgiving and is very gracious. Whatever happened, it is okay. You are still his baby and he's your daddy. Okay? Yes. Um, 
So if it's up to you, live peaceably with all men. That's where we were at, okay? Um, should we talk about peace some more? Because you said your heart is unsettled. Where is your heart unsettled? Is it about the baby? Okay. As a mom, I can relate. Maybe you have all manner of questions like, oh, what will my child... Um, but you said God has pro provided. So I don't think you're unsettled about the baby because you said God has provided. Yeah. But still, I'll speak to you about the child. The child is taken care of. First of all, we established that the baby is not yours. Your belly was just a sack for that baby's soul to come into the world because that baby existed before, before, okay? It just came down here on earth via your <laughs> British Airways, your stomach. <laughs> it flew down from heaven via your stomach, right? Like it came on a plane from heaven to here via your womb. The baby belongs to God. And he tells us in Isaiah 54, um, verse 13, I think, he says, um, your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be their peace. So if your child is going to be taught by the Lord and your child already have, has peace, why, why, why is your heart unsettled? Do you see that the enemy is trying to play games with you? And, and we have the scriptures here. We have the scriptures. Let, let me run quickly to Isaiah 54 because I just said it out of my box. I could miss an important word. And, and, and that word could be the deliverance that you need today because the Bible says that is henceforth his word and his word delivers us and heals us from destruction. Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. Verse 13. It says, all my, my, it's not just one child, all your children. All your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. Praise King Jesus. I hope you're with your baby right now, sunshine. Your baby is probably smiling. That is Jesus saying to you that your baby has got peace. Why have, have, why have you not got peace? And you have your Bible. Yeah? So this is all um, scripture that we're sharing. And as we say all of these um, scriptures, the angels are moving up and about. Another scripture says the angels of the Lord encamp around those that fear the Lord. Yeah. The angels of the Lord are all around you like northeast, southwest. And you're supposed to have peace. It's just that there's one tiny devil, one little voice that is speaking nonsense into your ear so that you can have anxiety. And yet it is written in 2 Timothy, I think it's 1-7, that we have not been given the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of sound mind. Hmm? We have not been given the spirit of anxiety. We have not been given the spirit of anger. We have not been given the spirit of all the cousins of those negative feelings, right? We have not been given none of that. But we have been given the spirit of power, power over all these dirty emotions hmm? of love love for everybody and sound mind imagine you have been given sound mind so i think we also need to stop declaring that oh my heart is stressed and unsettled because the scriptures are saying you have been given sound mind but is it really second timothy let's run there again in case i'm quoting things that i have no idea about even memento Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. 
For God has not given sunshine the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. So my dear, do not be unsettled in the heart because God has given you the spirit of sound mind, okay? You're going to quote, in fact, this is the one scripture that you're going to run away with because you also asked me how to pray about this situation. I need you to write down this scripture. Write it on a sticky note. Put it on the mirror where you brush your teeth every morning. Stick it by your bedside. Say it over and over again. I, sunshine, I have not been given the spirit of fear. I have not been given the spirit of anger. I have not been given the spirit of anxiety. And all of those people in that kingdom, I have not been given such spirits. But I've been given the spirit of power. I have power over my emotions. I have power over this situation. My God has given me the spirit of love and of sound mind. I love everybody. I love my child. I bless the father of my child. I bless everyone that's around me, everybody that's wronged me. I love them and bless them in the name of Jesus. I know this is going to sound tough. Just keep saying it over and over again, yeah? Fake it till you make it. <laughs> That's not a scripture, okay? Don't look for it. Fake it till you make it. But yeah, say this scripture over and over again. Because like I've told you, the word of the Lord is a spirit. And the unsettlement in your heart is evil spirits. So every time you quote the word of God, you're quoting the spirit of the Lord. Eh? You're quoting the spirit of the Lord. John chapter 6 verse 63 says, The words that I say to you are spirit. So the word of God is a spirit. So every time we quote the word of God, we are shooting. <laughs> we are shooting that demon down. Yeah? So you keep saying, I've not been given the spirit of whatever is unsettling my heart. I've been given the spirit of, of, of love, of power, and of sound mind. I've also been given peace. Sweetheart, you have been given peace. It is in John chapter 14, verse 26. Let's run there very quickly. The book of John. John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Where are you? Mm -hmm. The gift of his peace. John chapter 14, verse 26. Yeah? Look at what it says. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you to and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Ooh. <laughs> okay. The Holy Spirit. We hadn't even counted on the Holy Spirit yet. You have got the Holy Spirit. And the duty of the Holy Spirit is to remind you of all the scriptures that we have discussed today so that you may have peace. So you're not in this gig alone. You are with God the Father. You are with Jesus. You're with the angels. You're with the Holy Spirit. And what is the Holy Spirit going to do? To remind you of the scriptures you're supposed to quote so that you can overcome whatever is unsettling your heart. Verse 27. Yeah? John 15 27 Jesus is saying to you peace I leave you sunshine my peace I give to you not as the world gives do I give to you let not your heart be troubled let it neither let it be afraid so don't let your heart be troubled don't let your heart be afraid because Jesus has left you peace first we established your baby has got peace and you are your baby's keeper according to scripture the first scripture that i gave you so you need to have peace as well and jesus is saying i have given you peace 
Okay? So receive the peace of God. Okay? What else should we talk about? What could be unsettling your heart? Is it the man? Okay, do you still have feelings for this guy? Now, the way forward for that one, which I think is the last aspect we shall look at, is um, ask God. Ask God if that's your intended. Ask God if that's, your, that's supposed to be your husband. Ask God if that's the man that's meant to marry you. The sooner you have that answer, then the sooner you can move on. I don't know, there's something about females. When the men have intercourse with the females, as the females tend to feel uh, intruded, like, you know, intruded, that's the best word I can use. And then we tend to get attached emotionally more than the men do, yeah? So is that the case? Like, oh, he should have married me, or, you know. Now, this is what we're going to do. Go down on your knees and ask God. Is this the man that's supposed to marry me? That is, if this is the case of your unsettlement in the heart. If God says he's not the one, receive peace. <laughs> receive peace because he knows the right man for you. He has every plan for you to get married according to Genesis 2.24. It says, a man shall leave his father's and mother's house and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. So as far as God is concerned right now, you, Sandra, are one fl uh, uh, half a flesh. Yeah? One arm, one leg, one boob, half a flesh. And you're supposed to leave your parents' house and get married to a man so you can become one flesh. I think that's why they call them my better half. Huh? You're half a person until you get married. Okay? And it is God's plan. Isaiah 55 verse 11, every word that is in this Bible yeah? He says, I'll never let my word return to me without performing that which I purpose for it to perform. So if he sent his word, and his word says that you're supposed to be married, then he knows who you're supposed to marry. He knows how to make it happen. So if this brother, your baby dad, is not meant to be your husband, that is perfectly okay. Jesus will reveal to you you're supposed to be husband. And before that husband comes along, receive peace. Because he tells us in Isaiah 54 once again, gosh we're going back to isaiah 54 he says that jesus is our husband if you're still in the waiting process right now focus on jesus because that's who your husband is until he brings your other half where is it isaiah 54 verse 5 it says for your maker is your husband the lord of hosts is his name and your redeemer the holy one of israel so you see for now god is your husband and he said, that child is his heritage. So, you're God's wife. So, until he finds you the right man to marry here on earth, just chill with God. Now, how do you marry Jesus? Or how do you marry God? Open your Bible. Get married to your Bible. Read the word. Read the Bible. Pray every day. And then you will grow. You will find peace. By the way, the reason you're unsettled is because your heart is fixed on man. Your heart should be fixed on the word of God. Every time you focus on human beings or situations, it's a recipe for stress. It is a curse. And in not so many words. These are not my words, sweetheart. Let me run to Jeremiah. I don't want you to think I'm harsh. But let us just speak these words as they are written in here. I think it's Jeremiah 17. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5 says, Thus says the Lord, Cast is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength. So sweetheart, who are you making your strength? 
what is unsettling your heart what are you making your strength that is why your heart is unsettled i need you to get married to your bible i need you to read the word it is so much fun you can start with the book of ruth the book of ruth is only what three chapters four chapters it is so much fun it is so much fun call upon the holy spirit to reveal to you what the book is all about as you start to read First and Second Samuel are very, very good books. This, they're kind of like series. I mean, make time to read your Bible. Get acquainted with your Bible. Fill your spirit with the word of God and all those unsettling spirits will not have room in your system in the mighty name of Jesus. Hmm? Jeremiah 17.5 Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. Do you see? You're, sit you're cheating on your husband. Right now, we've established that God is your husband. So if, if you're focusing on other people, then you're cheating on God. Hmm? For he sh This is what they're saying about you. For you shall be like a shrub in the desert, and you shall not see when good comes. <laughs> so there's a possibility that God wants you to meet your intended next week. But because you're busy fussing about human beings, you won't know good when good comes to you. Hmm? but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness no 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 <laughs> this is not nice in a salt land which is not inhabited okay that is not you this is what i want you to be verse 7 blessed is the man who trusts in the lord and whose hope is in the lord for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river and shall not fear shall not fear no fear no fear when heat comes but its leaf shall be green and will not be anxious we just talked about all these little things fear and anxiety hmm? and will not fear in the year of drought nor will cease from yielding fruit so you're supposed to bear the fruits of the holy spirit all those other negative emotions that you're feeling are on a, on a mission to damage your heart so that you don't bear the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So, sunshine, I think we've shared enough scripture to pray. You've asked me about how to pray. With all of these scriptures that you have and the podcast that I shared on how to pray through the word, you can choose out whichever ones and, 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 and um, list, um, get a scripture, write it down, bullet point sentence by sentence focus on each word if you need to understand its meaning like i did with you in the beginning and then use that as prayer points yeah please if you're not sure about to do about how to do this go back to my podcast that says how to pray through the word i've given you several scriptures pick whichever ones work for you because i went all out and picked out all the scenarios that could be unsettling your heart and i've given you a scripture for each one of them so pick out the scripture that applies to you dissect it sentence by sentence line by line word by word yeah and then from there the holy spirit will guide you on how to pray don't forget to pick out the nature and character of god because you cannot pray to a person that you do not know you're supposed to praise him you're supposed to call upon his name so find out who he is to you who he is to the situation that's making you anxious then after calling out who he is then you can go ahead and praise him sorry worship him and then intercede pray and then after that 
make sure you keep quiet to hear what he's saying to you because he does speak he speaks he will speak to you okay and then after that you will thank the holy spirit for everything that he's done for you and by the time you are done you will receive the peace of god that transcends all human understanding that is in philippians chapter 4 verse 6 after you have prayed after all of these scriptures that we have quoted you have no business being anxious you want us to run to philippians chapter 4 philippians chapter 4 it is my favorite i always pray through it the end of at the end of my prayers it's always the last scripture that i use but philippians is a few pages so it can take me years to find it but i'm sure you've already found it okay philippians chapter 4 verse 6 where is it it reads there it is finally sunshine no 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 not that one Where's verse 6? Aha, there. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer, by supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Isn't this what you asked for in the first place? Your heart feels unsettled. There's your medicine. Yeah? Pray. Prayer, supplication, thanksgiving. Then the peace of God, the peace of Jesus will embrace you, envelop you. The peace of God that nobody understands. Okay? It will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Okay? Okay, sweetheart, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for Precious. I thank you so much for the question that she's shared. I thank you so much for giving her the courage to open up. Father, we have come to you right now. And I bring Precious and every other lady out there that's in a similar situation. I pray today, King of Glory, that you fill us with your peace that you fill us with your love first of all we thank you for the babies that you have given us to take care of here on earth lord thank you for trusting us with your babies thank you so much because you're going to take care of our babies thank you because you're their father we thank you because you are our husband and we thank you because you're a god who provides and we thank you because you are so caring father we repent for where we've fallen short of your glory forgive us for unforgiveness Forgive us for unbelief. Forgive us for where we've focused on the voice of the enemy and we've left out the voice of the word of the Lord. Forgive us for where we've chased, us away, chased away our angels and called upon other evil spirits to dominate in our lives. We come clean today. We call upon your precious blood to cleanse our hearts, to cleanse our spirits, to cleanse our minds, to cleanse our souls of all filth. Of all, of all negative thoughts and we call upon your presence we call upon your peace Lord the peace that you left behind for us Holy Spirit we invite you to continuously remind us of the words that Jesus has said about peace so that we may have peace all the time I call upon the peace of law of the Lord to feel precious right now sorry to feel um, sunshine right now in the mighty name of Jesus and every lady out there call upon the peace of God to fill their hearts right now and father I pray that you give us the grace to be in your word all the time so that we don't leave for any room for the enemy to manipulate us in Jesus mighty name we have prayed amen and amen 
Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for listening in. And thank you, Sunshine, for your question. I believe that lots more ladies have been helped out there. And um, again, we thank the Holy Spirit for the scriptures that he's given us today. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen.